The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast, taping this on a Sunday morning about 10 days away from the start, the kickoff of the 2019 NFL season. And as we do every year, we have the over-under win predictions for all 32 NFL teams. Today we'll be doing the AFC. And uh, joining me on uh, to do the AFC over-unders, uh, we haven't uh, had him on for a while, probably since uh, June, I believe. Uh, from Dallas, Texas, Akshay. What up, Akshay? How's it going? What's up, bro? Uh, it's going pretty well, man. Uh, just, uh, just getting used to this uh, uh, this move to Dallas, Texas. Uh, from where I was living in Pasadena, California. So uh, I'm just getting used to it. Maybe that's why I haven't been on the on the uh, on the on the call lately. But uh, but it, it's good to be here. But good to be more settled in. And I'm ready to roll, dude. For sure, it's always good to have you on. So, uh, obviously, some big news breaking in the AFC yesterday. We'll get into that more later when we talk about the Colts with Andrew Luck's decision. But uh, obviously, for the last three years, you've been joining me on this AFC over unders, and uh, we're doing it for the fourth straight season. So, we'll get straight into it. We're going to start in the AFC West, and we'll start off with the Denver Broncos. Over under seven wins. What do you think? Uh, this one here is, uh, I got to look at this one. I mean, Denver, they've been playing well. I think they've been on the upside lately. Uh, from, I, I don't recall what they were last year, but, uh, what their, what their schedule, I mean, what their win-loss was last year, but, uh, I think they were in, uh, I have to think they're an improving team. Um, if, if I had to say it, uh, I think Denver, this year, I think they take, uh, I think they're, I think they, they improve a little bit. I'm going to go about, Seven and nine for them. Seven and nine. Okay, so you're taking Denver exactly at seven wins with the push. So yeah, I mean Denver really tough. Obviously, Joe Flacco, the new quarterback there. Uh, in the preseason, they have a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback, Drew Locke. He got hurt, and then offensively, other than Emmanuel Sanders, they have a lot of with at their skill positions a lot of young guys. I mean, Philip Lindsay, obviously. Uh, Showed good signs uh, last season as as a running back in the backfield. Uh, they got Theo Riddick now. He's kind of like a probably a third down back, uh, kind of uh, catching screen passes out of, out of there. But then, other than Emmanuel Sanders at the skill position, all the rest of the guys are kind of young, still growing. So this team obviously is going to kind of depend. Their season is ultimately going to depend on how good their defense is and. Uh, they obviously led by Von Miller still there, and then they have Derek Wolf defensive end, Bradley Chubb another linebacker alongside Von Miller. So their defense is what's going to carry them, and that's ultimately going to depend on how they do. But I definitely don't think they're going to win the division with uh, two better teams for sure, in my opinion, and Kansas City and the Chargers ahead of them. But they're going to get close to the seven, but I'm going to go slightly under. I'm going to say six wins for the Broncos, just because I think. You have to have a really good, competent offense into the way the rules are structured in the NFL to kind of win a lot of games and kind of make a contention for the playoffs. And I don't think they have that potent enough offense. They're going to be too dependent on the defense to kind of be successful throughout the season. So that's why I'm going to go under at six wins. So I, I agree with you there. I mean, especially. Joe Flacco coming, you know, he's not the, the type of quarterback that we've seen in the last few years that's going to really drive a consistent office. I mean, offense, I think he's more of a a safer bet sort of quarterback who's not as uh, as risky as he once was before and just play his style. Uh, I, I think this sort of fits the mold to what he was doing in Baltimore with the, with the stout defense. And then... Um, Let's see what we can do. Let's play very conservatively on offense, and I think this is the same situation here. 
but I think that's not the best option, like you mentioned. You know, I mean, you have to be in the NFL now. Uh, how it is now is that you have, you have to be um, strong, competitive offense that's willing to score anytime you have the ball in hand. So, so we'll see what happens, bro. So, but uh, I definitely think it's. Um, I think uh, Denver does have a stout defense, but uh, I think they're going to have to rely on that more this year. Uh, again, because uh, I mean, there's a lot of change, as you mentioned, with, within that uh, in the organization. Yeah, for sure. And with Flacco, obviously, I mean, he won the 2012 Super Bowl. He had that great postseason run, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. But outside of that, he's not. He's really been very inconsistent quarterback throughout his career, and he kind of reminds me a little bit. I mean, not entirely, but kind of like Eli Manning, very inconsistent in the regular season. In some spots in the postseason, he can raise his level of play and show uh, he's kind of an elite quarterback for a little bit of time, but he can't really keep that consistently throughout his career. And he got kind of kicked out, uh, kind of got the boot with Lamar Jackson coming up last season and kind of new style offense that Baltimore implemented. But uh, we'll see, I mean, how he fares in Denver in kind of the, the elevation and stuff so but uh he, he has the arm to kind of uh definitely make the throws in cold weather type environments so i think yeah. th- the question is whether the young receivers and running backs will grow around him and kind of uh build that chemistry but hit with him but we'll that remains to be seen so we'll we'll move on i guess to team number two in the afc west uh was a very uh, heartbreaking end to their season uh, last year against New England in the conference championship game at home. Uh, it looked like they had it for a second. Uh, they had Brady on a pick six in the fourth quarter. It looked like that wrapped it up, but unfortunately for them, that got called back for a, for a penalty, and the Patriots ended up winning that game in overtime and, alt- and winning the Super Bowl as well. So, but. Obviously, we saw Patrick Mahomes lighting it up last season, uh, 50 touchdowns. I mean, his first full season as the starter. And they didn't really miss a beat uh, with Alex Smith's departure. They actually got better offensively and more dynamic. And then, obviously, you had the Kareem Hunt situation. And then kind of a lot of off-field stuff going on with this team. You have the Tyreek Hill situation as well with the kind of the domestic violence and stuff. So... Just a lot of off-field, off-field distractions with this team, but you've, you've got to think they're definitely the favorites if in the AFC West for sure, if not the AFC, to kind of uh, go all the way and go to the Super Bowl. And they're going to have an elite offense again. I mean, Andy Reid's an offensive genius. His offenses are always very stout, and you're going to see more of that this season. So we'll, we'll, we'll start off, Akshay, what do you think? Ten and a half over under for Kansas City. What do you think? I have to go above that, bro. I'm going to go above ten and a half. I say they win 13, 14 games. That's what I believe. I would say uh, right now, I say about 13 games. Uh, I think they finish the season to 13 and 3. Um, as you mentioned, man, it's uh, it's not the bones. You mean the, the guys coming back, the content offense is coming back. I know Tyreek Kill will have those offseason issues, but I think. I think they have a lot of weapons on their team. Um, you have uh, Jimmy Williams as their running back, and you call us Hyde as a backup. But, but I mean, I think they're a good team, and you, and you, and you can't uh, forget Travis Kelce, who's always a weapon to score when he gets the ball in his hand. And uh, you know what? Their defense is not bad, so I definitely think they're going to still be um, in the hunt to win the championship this year. And I think they'll. I think their record will be about. 13 wins and 3 losses. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. I'm going over for sure here. I think they're going to be the one seed in, again in the AFC. And the road to the Super Bowl is going to go once again through Arrowhead Stadium. And I'm going to agree with you. Probably 13 wins, I, I would say, for Kansas City. And, I mean, their offense for sure, in my opinion, is going to average 30 points a game. And it's just going to come down to whether <laughs> the defense can make kind of those crucial plays to kind of – and some of the games, I mean, they did last season, like I mentioned earlier, but unfortunately for them, it got called back for a, a penalty that, if you go back and look at it, didn't really have much to do with the play, so that's really unfortunate for Kansas City. 
But, I mean, stacked offense, they're super fun to watch. I mean, Tyreek Hill, he's like 5'5", but that guy's so quick, and he catches all the deep balls that pretty much that Mahomes throws to him. And once he gets in space, I mean, it's over. I mean, you can't catch that guy. It's I mean, it's unbelievable. And then even even though they did lose Kareem Hunt, I think they, the running back by committee would hide Damian Williams and stuff. Those guys can get it done together with their pretty good offensive line. And Andy Reid and has all these exotic style uh, plays, I'm sure, that he's going to call and stuff. So it's going to be a thrill to watch them again. And I think for sure they're going to be the one seed in the AFC, AFC and they're going to win the AFC West for sure. So we both agree there. And then we'll move on to uh, the other playoff team in the the AFC West uh, last season, the LA Chargers. They ended the season really well. But then they got trounced by the Patriots uh, in the AFC uh, divisional round on the road in Foxborough. So that team is LA Chargers. Over under nine and a half. What do you think? I think they go over nine and a half, definitely, dude. I mean, the Chargers are a good team, you know. Um, but I just, uh, I, I always question, it's like this is a question I always bring up every year. My answer is always, they fill up rooms. You know, it's, it's, it, everything depends on this guy. I mean, he can, he can, he has the talent to take it to, to the Super Bowl, but uh, if he starts making his mistakes again and becoming very error um, and making bad decisions, you know, it's, I think the Chargers are going to stay where they're at. You know, I mean, this year, I know they have a painted I mean, their offense is really good. I know, you know, um, I think what, I think there's some holes out with Melvin Gordon, right? Yeah, Melvin Gordon is holding out. He ha- officially hasn't signed, so that's obviously a big question with how they're going to kind of fare. Uh, I mean, because he can, he can definitely open up uh, more easier passing routes for uh, Phillip Rivers to guys like Keenan Allen, uh, Travis Benjamin. Uh, they got Hunter Henry back healthy now. Their young tight end. So we'll see what ha- I mean. What happens there? I mean, it seems like every year now it's becoming a normal occurrence for star level running backs to hold hold out so, so we'll see what happens yeah, everybody wants the money dude <laughs> yeah I mean I and I don't blame them because NFL seasons or NFL careers as, as we've seen can end uh, very very uh, very quickly and I mean just at the turn of some uh, just something little that becomes big and it causes retirement so I mean, I think the Chargers have the potential, bro. I mean, they have potential to get to the AFC uh, championship game. Uh, but uh, then again, I always think he relies on the um, Rivers' hand. If he plays well, if he, if he plays smart, he doesn't make, he doesn't take chances and manages the ball. I think they can do well. And uh, I have them going about, I would say between, uh, I would say eleven wins, maybe twelve this year. Okay. Um, but um, but I, I just uh, I think with all the stuff uh, with the Melvin Gordon, uh, all the stuff that's going on, the off season stuff, and I think that I think um, they're solid to win eleven games, maybe even higher. But uh, but I think um, I definitely have to go higher than ten than that it was initially what they thought of. Okay, for sure. Uh... I think definitely they're going to be uh, second place in the AFC West, but I'm um, I'm going to take the slight under. I'm going to go nine wins for the Chargers. I think nine and seven, uh, as we've seen in pretty much last five six seasons, they always start off slow, and they've always had um, issues with their kickers as well. So they've they always seem to kind of uh, blow uh, kind of close games that they should win, and then obviously they ended. They kind of pick up their steam kind of mid-October, going into November, December. So I think because of that, they're going to be at nine wins. But obviously, Phillip Rivers, I mean, he's 37, but he he looks like he can still do it for another three years the way the rules are kind of uh, tailored towards quarterbacks and uh, offense. So, I mean, they got a lot of weapons offensively. I mean, even without Melvin Gordon, I mean, kind of Austin Eckler showed last season that he can kind of – step in and, and provide some kind of uh, relief for them. And, uh, I mean, Justin Jackson will got kind of got a load uh, of carries last year when Melvin Gordon was injured a little bit. But Hunter Henry, I think, is a, kind of a big target for Phillip Rivers to have back as a kind of a 
legitimate tight end. They were kind of uh, makeshifting it with Antonio Gates last season. He came back from like retirement, so I think that's kind of a big thing because if you have a kind of a a guy that can be kind of a elite level tight end and that can really improve your offense and help out your quarterback a big deal in my opinion but defensively they're stacked once again led by Joey Bosa Melvin Ingram they got Derwin James as a safety so defensively they're going to be rock solid for sure but I think just kind of with everything going on with Melvin Gordon the uncertainty I'm going to go slightly under at nine wins but they will be in the wild card hunt for sure in my opinion uh and they they might get it or they might not get it but they'll be really close for sure at the end okay so we'll move on last team in the afc west we'll wrap up the afc west with the oakland raiders uh this season coming up will be their last season in oakland before they move to las vegas so they have uh six and a half the over under what do you think six and a half i'm gonna go about um I'm going to go back maybe seven wins uh, for them. I know uh, the reason why I say this is because you have a, I think the Raiders are still looking for their identity. You know, I think uh, I mean, you have a lot of uh, off-season issues, uh, off-season things that they signed Antonio Brown, you know, and now with his, his helmet issues going back and forth, um, I think that is somewhat settled from what I believe. Uh, yeah, I know they're... Um, I know they're... Um, the running back situation is always like, uh, I don't think it's stable. You know, I think it's always going back and forth. But I believe Doug Martin is the, is the running back, I, I think. I think they can definitely use an upgrade over him. Um, but, uh, I mean, he's uh, a feasible back, no doubt, but I just think they need a, 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 a bigger sort of back that can, like, pound the, the ball inside teams. Um, but I just think they're, um, I think they, they also have one Chiefs will fit. I think who they signed, or I think maybe another team, but he plays, and that guy is very, very high string kind of personality. He's like, he, he can just lose it anytime during the, during the game with the penalties, extra hits, and so on. So I have to say about seven wins for them, dude, and I don't really see, I mean, maybe more, but uh, I'm going to stick with seven. Okay. All right. So you're taking the over or push on every AFC West team. Yeah, Oakland here, even with the addition of Antonio Brown, I think it's going to be tough for them. Like you said, they're still figuring out their identity. Uh, with John Gruden, I mean, you don't really know. He's kind of back in the fold after 10 seasons. Uh, la- last year, first se- season back as a head coach. So he's still kind of adjusting to kind of the trends and kind of the new school uh, NFL with kind of the more offensive heavy so uh, I mean we'll see we'll see I mean their offense will definitely be improved for sure I mean they did sign uh, Isaiah Crowell as well they drafted Josh Jacobs the running back out of Alabama so we'll see who the guy ultimately becomes at, who the lead guy becomes at running back but then obviously the, the main thing will be a lot of Derek Carr to Antonio Brown and then if Antonio Brown can get all that off-field crap, off-field nonsense out of his head and just go out there and play, I think it'll serve them really well. But I don't know. I mean, he, he always seems to kind of be a diva-ish kind of wide receiver. So that's kind of what ultimately led to his departure in Pittsburgh. He was having kind of issues with Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger definitely had issues with him on multiple occasions. So hopefully uh, he does not have those same kind of issues with a uh, young court, a younger quarterback in Derek Carr, but uh, I think another kind of tough season for Oakland, being their last season in in Oakland before moving to Las Vegas. But I I just I don't see over six and a half, so I'm gonna say five or six wins for Oakland, and it's gonna be another uh, high draft pick for them. So we'll we'll disagree on that one again, and then. We'll wrap up. That'll wrap up the AFC West, and now AFC North is the next division. We'll start right at the top of that division with the Baltimore Ravens. Eight and a half. What do you think? Um, Baltimore Ravens eight and a half. Uh, let's take a look. A little, uh, I think it's. Uh, hmm. I think they have a new quarterback. Obviously, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, 
Um, I think who's that quarterback? I took a ball. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, that's right. Lamar Jackson. No, that is right. The new quarterback, I think he's going to bring a, a new, uh, um, a new sort of, uh, uh, how, they, how would you say, a presence to that team with the running ability, but then I still question his passing ability, how consistent he can be. Um, what was the over-under on that again? Eight and a half. I'm going to go, well, I'm going to stick it about, um, I'm going to go even. I'm going to go a little under maybe eight wins for them this year. I think they're another team that's still trying to find themselves. You know, I think they are, uh, how would I say it, uh, um, I think with, with all these changes and all, I think there's going to be some, um, I think they, uh, they won 10 wins last year. Uh, but I think with the changes in the QB and all the other things, I think it's going to be an a and season for them. Yeah, I mean, we saw last season when Lamar Jackson came in, they really uh, had a lot of success. But that's kind of always what we've seen with kind of these uh, running, run-first type quarterbacks. Uh, they kind of excel when they have like a partial season kind of entrance. And then what remains to be seen is can they do it over the course of a six full 16-game season. And then Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's 6'2". I mean, he's a tall guy, but he's not very... Uh, He's not very strong, in my opinion. Not very bulky, so he's kind of um, more kind of on the skinny side. So I think that kind of poses a problem. The style of play that he has at quarterback, and I think he very uh, runs the risk, uh, high risk of getting injured during the throughout during the season. And then they have another guy behind him, Robert Griffin, who who knows all about uh, getting injured with run first type style. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of interesting wrinkles, but they did sign Mark Ingram as as a running back. That's I, I believe a good signing for them, and then to go along with Gus Edwards as well. And then I'm you know obviously a re- receiver. They have some younger guys that can kind of provide some support for Lamar Jackson. But we saw last season they their team was kind of built on their defense. They were holding teams to like very low uh, point total, so that was kind of what kept them in a lot of games and uh, helped them win a lot of games. So I think that's kind of kind of have to be kind of the model again that they have to employ if they want to be successful. But, uh, yeah, I would say slightly over. So I mean, on this one, I'm going to ha- probably have to disagree with you again, Akshay. So I'm going to say s- nine wins. And they'll be in the wild card, wild card hunt as well. In my opinion, I mean, they will be close, in my opinion, as well, to winning the division, but I think they'll ultimately fall short of that. So I'm going to say nine wins, and then, I mean, if you were to say, what's kind of the over-under on uh, Lamar Jackson's games played this season? I mean, last year, he obviously, I think he had like seven or eight because he came in replaced Flacco. But I, 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 the reason I asked that question, I think his injury risk is very high. So would what would you say the over-under games for, for him played are? If you were to put a number on it, I'd say under um, uh, uh, under seven, I would think, dude. I mean, because oh, okay. he's, uh, it's like you mentioned, he's very injury prone. I mean, or he could be injury prone because he's six uh, two. Uh, he's not as bulky, but then again, I mean, there have been other quarterbacks that have proven that wrong. But my gut feeling is that I think I think he's not very consistent. I think he, uh, from what I saw last year, I think he relies too much on his feet and. Um, Sometimes he puts himself in situations where where um, he could be potentially uh, injured with the hits that are coming or bruised or whatnot. And I think that's sort of something he has to learn not to do this season. But, uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it, it's going to be an interesting season for the Ravens. But, uh, yeah, I think um, it'll be good for his growth. But, um, I mean, let's see what happens, right? Okay. Oh yeah, it should be. I mean, he's fun to watch for sure, but he's just injury prone. So, and that I think that's going to pose a problem at some point this season for them. But we'll see what happens. But with that, we'll move on to next team, the AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals. Over under six wins. What do you think? I'm going to go about. Uh, um, I'm going to go six wins, bro. With this, I'm going to even six. I think. Uh, I think there's uh, there's been a lot of change with Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, um, 
Who's that? Uh, they have a new head coach this year. Yep. Zach, Zach Taylor is the new head coach. Uh, yeah. AJ Green unfortunately uh, got injured during the training camp. I, I think he's going to miss about four to six weeks. So we'll see what happens there. No, I agree. We, we don't know what's going to happen with him uh, because he's injured, and, and I think uh, I think Cincinnati is. Um, I think it's also. Um, I think they need to give the ball more to like Joe Mixon, makes him make, make him make more plays. But I, I just think there's just a, I just think there's too much change right now for them, and I think uh, it's not. Um, I think it, it will take a year or two under this guy system for them to finally maybe. Do something, so I'm gonna go about six wins for them. Yeah, Mixon is gonna be the workhorse to start off the season with the AJ Green out and not much of a stout passing game. So I think that's gonna become very predictable for opposing defenses to kind of scheme against, and I think that's gonna pose problems for uh, Cincinnati. And then not much here, really. I mean, Andy Dalton, kind of average quarterback. I mean, new new coach with Zach Taylor, so. I mean, not much uh, in the way of interest on on my end. I mean, in terms of Cincinnati, so I won't really say much. I'll say, I'll say five wins. So I'm, I'll take the under for Cincinnati. Okay. So it's going to be another tough season, in my opinion, for Cincinnati again. So. Well, I, I think this also comes down to uh, it's like uh, Andy Dalton. You know, if he's uh, if he's a good quarterback and if he, if he stays within his realm and doesn't try to be too aggressive, and uh, because he's known to be error prone when, he, when he's too aggressive uh, um, uh, a lot of um, interceptions is, yeah, he, I mean he has a chance to throw a lot of interceptions when he, when he comes very aggressive but if he can just be uh, the regular quarterback just like be more uh, more not as aggressive just be more like with the plays and whatnot I think they have a chance to get to maybe 7-8 wins but uh, I'm going to stick with 6 okay all right, so uh, we'll move on to the next team in the AFC North, and probably the most one of the most interesting teams of the off season, considering all the stuff that's happened. They traded for Odell Beckham. Uh, they got a young quarterback, second season now in Baker Mayfield. He's a lot of bravado. He has a lot of swagger in him, and then young running back in Nick Chubb, who ha- is uh, due for a kind of a breakout season, from what a lot of people are saying. And then defensively, they have a lot of young guys as well with Miles Garrett and some other kind of defensive tackles and linebackers. So what, what do you see for Cleveland Browns, Akshay? Over, under, nine and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go um, I'm gonna go a little over for them, dude. I'm, I'm going to go about 10 wins for them. This year, I think uh, Baker Mayfield, he's their, he's their wild card. I think he's a good leader. And he's the one who's um, who's making these changes. And but then again, like you mentioned, they got uh, it, it's a lot of change for them. You get Otto Beckham Jr. coming in. I mean, their receivers are not bad at all. I mean, uh, and Nick Chubb, like you mentioned, uh, coming in, uh, he'll be the starter. So we'll see what happens, man. But uh, I think they can definitely win ten games this year. I mean, they have the ability to do with all the changes that they have done. I just think, um, I mean, you have what. Uh, on defense, you have a Miles Garrett there. If he can, uh, um, if he can be consistent, be how he was, and then you know that defense gets even better. Hey, they have a great chance of winning ten games this year, in my mind, and I, I think they will. You know, I, I think they will win ten games. I think the uh, AFC East is not as strong as it. Uh, I'm sorry, not the AFC East. AFC North is not as strong as it once was before. A few years ago, a lot of changes have been done. Uh, it, Within that uh, division, I think uh, Cleveland definitely has a chance if, if they play well. I mean, if they play well, if, um, if, if, if you know, on offense and defense, they have a, a great chance to win um, to take the division. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why the Cleveland shouldn't win the division this season. I mean, the talent gap between them and all the other team and teams in the division is. Is I mean astronomical in my opinion. I mean, considering that they have I mean Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry together. Nick Chubb looks good. I mean Baker Mayfield is not an elite quarterback by any stretch, but he is the way he's kind of the trajectory he's on. I think he should be 
moving towards kind of like the top 10 or something, maybe in the next couple seasons. So, and then defensively, they got a lot of, I mean, a lot of young studs there. I mean, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett. So they are prime. They are kind of in a prime position. The only kind of thing is they're very young and kind of the experience fact. That's really my only worry. But they should they should win ten games for sure, ten to eleven games, and they should be, in my opinion, the division winner of the AFC North. So I'm gonna go over for sure on Cleveland. All right. So. One more team in the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, obviously, lots of stuff going on there. I mean, they lo- they traded Antonio Brown. They lost Le'Veon Bell in free agency to the New York Jets after he held out all of last season. So, obviously, Ben Roethlisberger's still there. Uh, Mike Tomlin's still the coach. <laughs> so, they're going to have probably a good offense, but... What what do you see for Pittsburgh? They have, they got over under at nine. What do you think? I think Pittsburgh goes about. Uh, I think uh, I think they still. Uh, I think Pittsburgh still. Uh, how would you say? Uh, they still. Um, I think they go over. Let's uh, say ten wins because yes, they did lose uh, Bell. They lost uh, Antonio Brown. But hey, you still have Juju Schuster, which I think, who I think is going to have a breakout year this year. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be really good this year, as as far as catches and I think his touchdown defense. Not touchdowns, he gets it to be a lot greater than last year. I mean, running back wise, you still have James Conner. Um, he's not bad at all. We've seen what he did last year. Um, uh, you know, the defense will always be their defense. They have They've always had a strong defense, and I, I think that uh, that will um, that will remain the same. But uh, I think the offense will take a hit. But hey, you know what? I I don't think they'll be the Pittsburgh Steelers they were um, the last couple of years. But uh, but I still think uh, they can get ten wins out this season. Yeah, I mean they had a little rough start last season. They lost probably some games that that they should have won, and then uh, obviously. The season didn't end well for them, and it's going to be a lot of changes. But I think Roethlisberger and Tomlin, the kind of the continuity and the culture that they've built there, is that they they can kind of adjust to these changes. And I'm going to go push on this one. I'm going to say nine wins exactly for Pittsburgh. They'll be uh, in the hunt for one of the wild two wild card spots, and then. Obviously, like you said, Juju Smith-Schuster is the no doubt number one option now as a receiver, and then the number two option is going to be kind of a, a battle between James Washington or Dante Moncrief. So we'll see who gets that. But I mean, their tight end Vance McDonald really has an oppor- a good opportunity to kind of uh, get more involved in the offense and kind of have a uh, elite level tight end season. So that should be interesting to see how that plays out. But a lot of uh, continuity, kind of a, lo- a lot of culture that they built, I think that will serve well for them in this change and they'll hit that nine number exactly in my opinion and be in the hunt for one of the wild card spots all right so that'll wrap it up for the afc north and we'll move on to the afc south now first team we'll take a look at the houston texans they won the division last season and ultimately lost to their uh, divisional counterparts in the colts in the wild card game so they were 11 and 5 last season and this season they got over under at 8 and a half Akshay, what do you think I I think they're going to go over this season dude I think they'll do better than they did last season uh, I think it's also clear in mind what happened with the uh, Andrew Luck news um the Andrew Luck's not uh, in retirement I think that sort of opens the door for Houston I think they go over but uh, I still have them uh, I think Houston's going to win about nine games this season. Maybe uh, one better than last year. I, I, if I'm correct, if they won eight years. They were 88 last year, I, I don't recall. But uh, I think they'll do better than last year. But uh, uh, They were 11-5 and five last year. They won the division, yes. 11-5, okay, okay. Very good. I, I think they'll do... I think they'll win... I think they'll be an, uh, a 12-game uh, winner this season. I think they have more... Um, how would I say... Uh, Houston, it seems like 
seems like they have more, uh, um, they been together a little better. I mean, I mean, more than the other teams. I mean, the, how would I say, the, uh, uh, um, yeah. what is that called? It's like when you have a, uh, I think you mentioned it, it's a Con- continuity. Continuity. Yeah, continuity, that's the word I'm looking for. There we go. <laughs> But, but then again, it's a, I mean, in my mind, it all depends on, on the quarterback, Deshaun Watson. I mean, how good will he be? Um, how good, how consistent can he be? But you see the guy, I mean, we saw him before, dude. He, he, yes, he's, he's a good quarterback, but I don't know. His uh, his mindset, that sometimes if he, if he gets down upon himself, then I, I, he ends up doing stupid stuff. Um, Lamar Miller is a running back, so, I mean, we'll see what happens, bro. But I just I, I think they can win. I think they can go maybe 12 wins this season, but I think I'll, I'll stick with them at 11 wins. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you as well. I think now with uh, the news we heard yesterday with Andrew Luck, they're the, in my opinion, they should definitely win the division. I think I'm going to say 11 wins as well with for the Texans. Uh, Watson, uh, as long as he stays healthy, has all the tools, all the weapons. I mean, he has two very uh, – very stout, very stud level, uh, deep threat wide receivers and uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, and then running back. I think Lamar Lamar Miller kind of has some injury issues, so we'll see what happens there. But I mean, they got they signed Duke Johnson, uh, so he should definitely help out from Cleveland. So they got all the weapons offensively, in my opinion, and then defensively, we always know they have a good front four. I mean, led by J.J. Watt and. Jadavion Clowney, and then they have, I mean, they've been very successful. They won the division last season, so I don't see why they shouldn't win it again, especially with Andrew Luck retiring now. So I'm going to go 11 wins, and they're going to win the division for sure, in my opinion. So so we agree on that one, and then we'll move on now to what has now become the most interesting over-under as of yesterday late afternoon with the... Uh, retirement announcement from Andrew Luck. So they had, uh, before this announcement, the over-under was at 9.5 for Indianapolis, and they were the clear-cut favorites to win the division. And Kind of what I've been reading, uh, that over-under has now gone all the way down to six games, Akshay. So what do you think? I agree with that, bro. I, I, I'm going to go back maybe seven games for them. Uh, slightly higher than that six, but... Uh, it's a mess, though. It's a mess. I mean, right now, who's their who's the quarterback? Uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, you yeah. know, the guy who was um, who, who played on, on the uh, the Patriots. The Patriots at the time. And got signed. So he's there. Uh, I don't know about experience wise. I think he's uh, he's still under experience. You know, um, I mean, uh, I mean, they still have a good team, and I mean, as well as. Uh, uh, wide receivers in T.Y. Hilton, you know, tight end Jack Dole, but uh, and the defense is is, uh, is getting better, but uh, I think that without the quarterback, without your uh, your head guy for the team, the guy who manages the game, that's a huge uh, that's a huge loss for them, bro, and I think uh, I think it, 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 it's definitely going to affect them. I say seven wins for these guys. I mean, I know they had a higher expectation this season, um, but then now it's going to be a huge loss, you know, huge huge loss. So I say um, six wins, maybe seven. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to disagree with that. I, I, I'm for sure after and losing Andrew Luck. I mean, he had like an awesome season last year. I mean, near 40, 40 touchdowns. I mean, he had like forty five hundred yards. I mean, I think the Colts won like eight or nine of their last like 10 games something like that so they ended the season hot then they went into the playoffs and then beat the Texans and then they ultimately lost uh in the divisional round to to the Chiefs uh so and then their season ended but I mean it's just really surprising news for Andrew Luck but I kind of see where he's coming from with that I mean I mean he missed 27 total games I think in the last three seasons because a lot of uh, variety of injuries. And then, I mean, he's gotten real beat up. I mean, kind of with they haven't really provided a consistent offensive line for him. And then they kind of did that last season, and you saw how, how good he was. And he was definitely 
a no doubt top five quarterback, and it's really surprising to see him retire at 29 when he was on his way to a Hall of Fame career, in my opinion, if he remained consistent and healthy. So, I think it's with luck. He just when he was drafted, I think the Colts was the best organization to draft him, being their situation wise. I think that's um, that's hurt him over the years with the amount of hits he's taken and a lot of options and, and with injuries and so on. So, but I think you know what, this is probably the best move for him. You know, I mean, why you want to risk any more of your life? Or you're still young, you're 29, you can do other things. Yeah, I mean, you look at, I mean, the Colts organization, I mean, they haven't really had much questions at the quarterback position probably since the mid-90s, I mean, before they got, they drafted Peyton Manning, so, so, I mean, they've been really blessed at that situation, I mean, I mean, immediately when Manning left, they drafted Andrew Luck, and they moved into that area, so, it's going to be kind of a adjustment period, Uh, they're going to have to kind of adjust to the curve, uh, a learning curve, with Jacoby Brissett, obviously he's had he's been in the league for five six seasons. He's under the tutelage of Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and he's kind of had some obviously some experience as well with Luck having kind of the injuries during his stint, short stint, a couple seasons with the Colts. So we'll see how he steps in. But I mean, he obviously has good weapons with Marlon Mack, Naeem Hines. Obviously, T. Y. Hilton is their number one guy. They have two. Very capable tight ends in Ebron and Jack Doyle, but I'm Andrew Luck. I mean, when you lose a guy like that, it's going to be very tough. So, I'm going to have to say four or five wins for the Colts, and it's going to be a very long season for them. Okay, for sure. So, wish Andrew Luck the best though in his retirement, and I respect his decision if uh, that's really what he wants. And it, I kind of don't blame him for with all the physical beating that he's taken and then kind of the emotionally, mentally draining seasons that he's had coming back from all these injuries. So, Agreed, bro. Agreed. Yeah. All right, so third team in the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars. After uh, going to the AFC Championship in the 2017 season, they definitely had a rough season uh, last year, only winning five games. And they now have a new quarterback. Blake Bortles is no longer in town. And they signed Nick Foles. Uh, gave him quite a lot of money. So let's see what happens there. Their over-under is at 7.5. What do you think, Akshay? I think they'll go over 7.5. I have been going at, um, at 9 wins this season. I think it's because of the play of, um, of the quarterback. Uh, I think Andrew Foles was a definitely a good pick-up. I mean, not Foles. Nick Foles was definitely a, a good pickup for them. He needs a hassle board experience. You know, um, he has a chance. Uh, I mean, his team is a young team, a talented team. You know, I mean, um, they have a, 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 a lot of young players, dude. I mean, a lot of impactful players that on this team. I think uh, I think what, um, what the Jaguars only needed was a better quarterback. You know, I think I think Bortles was always up and down. Bro. He was like, you saw the good side of him, uh, but then more often you saw the bad side of him. You know, I don't think he was a good man, game manager and so on, but I, I think Nick Bortles signing is definitely a huge bonus for them, you know. I think this year, um, I think this year I do see them as, uh, I know you're, um, I, I do see them as uh, a nine-game win um, season, maybe ten for them, uh, because of all the changes that made the Bulldogs and uh, gone and all that. It will take time for them to mesh, but I I, I do see them uh, as much more improved. You know, I mean, uh, they still have what uh, they still have like uh, what uh, Jalen Ramsey, Aquilas Campbell, right? And then uh, I think they still have. Leonard Fournette, from what I believe. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they still have those guys there, dude. So, so I can definitely see them uh, being uh, a, a, a better team. And so uh, I have them about a nine-win season for them. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to say over as well. I'm gonna say, I'll am gonna say i say eight wins for Jacksonville. Uh, I think Leonard Fournette was going to be the workhorse for them. I mean, they got kind of some receivers there with uh, – 
Cole, uh, Keelan Cole, Marquise Lee. But, I mean, none of those guys really moved the needle, in my opinion, uh, as far as, like, elite-level wide receivers. Uh, they got D.D. Westbrook as well. But Leonard Fournette is obviously going to carry the offense, in my opinion. And then, as far as Nick Foles goes, I mean, outside of his stints in Philadelphia, his two stints, uh, he's had a lot of rough seasons outside of those. So, I mean, it depends. What Nick Foles do we see? Uh, kind of one under two good offensive guys with in Chip Kelly and... Doug Peterson, or do we see the one that we saw in, when he was on the other teams like Kansas City, uh, the Rams? Uh, so, I mean, that remains to be seen. Obviously, he had a great postseason when they, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and earned the n- nickname Big Dick Nick. So, we'll see. I mean, I think, but I think with him, they're going to have, in my opinion, they're going to run like a simplistic style offense. So, they're going to, not really give him much complex progressions, complex reads as far as uh, finding uh, receivers in their routes. And they're going to rely heavily on Leonard Fournette, I think. And I think he's good enough, coupled with their elite-level defense with Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack, Calais Campbell, some of those other guys, to win at least eight games, in my opinion. But I don't see them as a playoff team. But I'll take the slight over with eight wins for them. All right, so one more team in the AFC South. Uh, the Tennessee Titans is the last teams. Uh, over under eight wins, what do you think? I think Tennessee goes, um, hmm. I think they go over. I think about, uh, uh, I'd say be a uh, nine-win season for them again. Uh, same as last year. I mean, they made some changes, definitely. Um, this last year, no longer. Let me go over. Let me go uh a little, a little higher. I'm about ten game, ten win game season for them because uh, with the news of Andrew Luck again being out, I think they can they can definitely take advantage of them because I, I believe uh, last year I believe uh, Indianapolis swept them, so now with Luck out, they have a chance to get a good game. So I'm going ten wins. I know they brought in some uh, uh, new faces. That I think they picked up uh, the Dolphins, Ryan Tech, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Um, they also picked up uh, uh, Cameron Wake, Adam Humphreys, and um, I think they, well, I think they, uh, they, they got lost of the wide receiver, A.J. Brown, who a lot of people say could be a draft day steal. But I definitely have, uh, I definitely see some upward movement for them, so I'm going 10 games. Okay, yeah, I mean... I think their defense will be kind of similar to what it was uh, last season, but I mean, I don't. I'm not seeing much here. I mean, with this this offense, I mean, obviously Mari, Mariota. We don't really know what he is. I mean, he's he hasn't really broken out yet. He's been in the league five seasons. They kind of have some guys there with the receivers, but obviously, Derrick Henry, as we saw last season, was very inconsistent. Kind of turned it on a little at the end of the season. But I think he had like a crazy 250 yard game or something. At, the, at kind of the tail end of the season, but uh, I mean, it's going to be really tough, I think, for them. I, and I don't, I, I don't see them being better than Houston or Jacksonville, in my opinion. I mean, they did win nine games last season, but I'm just not seeing here it here with Marcus Mariota. I mean, just I think kind of I, I think yeah. I think that's why they brought in Wayne Uh-huh. I mean, he's not much of a um, upgrade himself, but uh, he's a little more consistent. Yeah, yeah, I would think uh, Mariota would. So yeah. we'll see, dude. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take the under. I say six or seven wins for Tennessee, in my opinion. I'm not really seeing much from Mariota. Or I'm not. I don't have high hopes really for this season for them. So. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, one more division left. Uh, that wraps it up for the AFC South. Uh, now the AFC East, the last division in the AFC that we're gonna go over. We'll start uh, with the Buffalo Bills. Over under six and a half. What do you think? Uh, uh, this one's a good one. The Bills are only the Bills, bro. And I think, uh, uh, let's see here. The Bills are, I mean, I think, uh, huh. I think they go under maybe on this one. Uh, I would say, I'm going to say five wins. So the Bills, I, I don't know much about him and uh 
if they, uh, uh, I mean, who is their quarterback? I didn't, I didn't know myself. Their quarterback is Josh Allen. He was a, a rookie, I believe, last mm-hmm. season. That's right. so, okay, yeah, 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 Josh Allen. Okay, now I remember. So, okay, you know what? Um, let's see who they have. Well, they have uh, LaShawn McCoy as running back, uh, John Brown as receiver. Um, yeah, dude, I, I think the uh, old over under, you said it was six, right? Six and a half. You know what? I'm mistaken. I'll go six wins, please. Okay. You're going to take the, the slight under. I'm going to have to go over here on this one. I think seven or eight eight wins for Buffalo. I think uh, Josh Allen, I mean, he showed that he can be he can be a very mobile quarterback last season. Uh, and he kind of showed some signs. I mean, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how he – how he fares in a full season. So, I mean, they won six games last season. I think they have good uh, young defensive tackles, a Shaq Lawson, Star Latulale. And I think they have uh, what it takes defensively. And then I think Josh uh, Allen can make some kind of improvement, some sort of growth, and kind of uh, give them a dynamic run, run game to go along with their kind of their three backs, probably LaShawn McCoy, Frank Gore, TJ Yeldon, those guys will probably get the majority of the carries. And Josh Allen, and as a mobile quarterback, I think he can, I think he's 6'5", he's tall, I think around 240 pounds, so I think he can kind of take a little bit of the beating that will come from being a mobile quarterback. And I think I'm really interesting to kind of watch him again this upcoming season and the second season. So I think seven or eight wins uh, for sure for Buffalo. And they're, oh. they're going to improve in my opinion. So, All right. All right. So we'll move on. Second team, uh, the Miami Dolphins. Your Miami Dolphins, Akshay. They have uh, the lowest over-under win total in all, the, all of the AFC. And I, I believe it's probably in all the NFL as well at four and a half. What do you think? Uh, man, Dolphins are a mess, bro. I, I tell you that one, they are a mess. And, you know what I mean? They are, uh, I mean, Dolphins are, ever since that, uh, uh, after Jimmy Johnson left, they've been pretty much nowhere uh, as a team or organization. I think that they need some major overhaul, which they, which they did this to as a new coach. Or who was the coach last year? I, I just don't recall. I, I don't really follow them anymore, to be honest. Uh, I think they've. Um, I mean, I, I could hope for much higher than they were last year. I mean, they uh, they did pick up Josh Rosen uh, uh, from uh, Arizona, but I think he's still behind Fitzpatrick, who they picked up uh, on a jet chart. Um, I could definitely see Josh Rosen possibly being QB of the future, but I know there's some there's some good quarterbacks coming out uh, next year uh, out of college, so I, I don't know if Josh will will be there for too much longer because uh, I think the Dolphins will have one of the, uh, the top picks in, in the draft this year. Uh, but, I mean, they still have um, uh, Devonta Parker still there, a wide receiver. Uh, I know he's injury-prone. Um, I think Kenny Stills is still their best receiver. Um, the defense is, uh, is decent. You know, I think he, he can lose some movement. Um, I mean, but, uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to say four wins for this year. Okay, so, I mean, with Miami, kind of question is, I mean, why, what's the point of playing Fitzpatrick when you went out and traded for a, a young quarterback like Rosen? I have no clue on that, you know. Maybe they brought in Fitzpatrick to be a, a mentor for Josh Rosen. You know, that's what they thought, but then maybe Fitzpatrick outplayed it um, in the, uh, in the camps, you know, I mean, I, I think that Josh Rosen is, when he came out of UCLA, there's a lot of hype about him. You know, he's a good player and all that, but I think he's been very inconsistent in the pros. Maybe he hasn't transitioned, he hasn't transitioned well in the pros, or maybe he's just going to take him much longer, um, a few more years than um, how a quarterback would. But I think that's what the whole... Uh, uh, the whole idea was to bring in this backer to, to sort of uh, train him um, and make him see what's going on and whatnot. So, I mean, who knows? Uh, I just think that maybe Josh Rosen will take, uh, will eventually take hold of the quarterback's um, 
a position in mid-season. Uh, so, um, but um, I don't think any is going to have much of a change. I think the Dolphins are still a rebuilding team. Uh, it will take some years for that to uh, for them to get back to the level they were um, like maybe five six years ago. But uh, yeah, man, it's um, I say a four win season, and uh, I think they're back in the top of the draft next year. And I think they might even look to depending on what Josh Rosen does, they might look at drafting um, um, one of the elite quarterbacks coming out of college football next year. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, that's kind of my opinion on it. I think you have to play Rosen the full season, no matter what he is. I mean, you're not expected to do much. I mean, you don't have much uh, weapons at the skill positions. Uh, defensively, you don't know what you're getting. <laughs> you got a new coach in Brian Flores uh, after Adam Gaze left. So I don't really know what the the play here or what the reasoning here is with Fitzpatrick. I think you got to see what you have with Rosen after trading for him. Uh, I mean, for a full season, I mean, if you don't, if you like what you have, you don't draft a quarterback. If you don't see any signs, but if you do see signs, obviously you keep him around, but it's going to be a mess for uh, the Dolphins this season, in my opinion. So for sure. I mean, what do you think kind of about the running back situation? I mean, Kenyon Drake was super inconsistent last season. He really didn't do much. He's kind of more of a kind of like one of those uh, screenplay running backs on, on the the Patriots, excuse me, he kind of catches balls. But as far as like simplistic style running as a uh, conventional running back, I don't see much from him. So what do you kind of see from for them for their running backs? Um, I, I I have to look who's even on their depth chart, to be honest. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure who's there, but I think they have to find a very more consistent running back, and I, I think they need to find someone that's more... I know their offense is more like... Uh, uh, they're more like the, uh, the slash kind of offense. They want to have... Uh, I don't think they want more uh, bulkier back, um, um, because they can view them as possibly slower, but I think they need one that can, like, uh, soften it the defense up a bit, you know. Uh, I think that's what uh, they needed, but um, as far as running back, I don't know who else they have. Um, but yeah, man, I, t- I think the uh, uh, Dolphins are another team that's in, in full rebuilding, and maybe they'll look at the draft next year. It'll be a, a top pick. Um, they'll, de- they, they'll definitely have one of the top picks in the draft, and you may look at getting um, another quarterback and maybe... Uh, picking up another running back. Who knows? Okay. All right, yeah. We're both going under there, but we'll go move on to the next team. It's the reigning NFL champions, the New England Patriots, and they have the highest over-under in the AFC at 11 wins. What do you think? I think it's high, bro. I'm going to have them going at... Uh, I'm going to keep them at... Uh, I see them at 13 wins this year, this season. I think they they just have too much consistency, bro. I mean, they have uh, New is New England, dude. They, they just find ways to win. You know, I mean, uh, let's put it this way. I mean, if Brady's coming back, uh, you have, uh, um, um, I think they might have some issues at tight end. Rokowski uh, is gone, and then I heard that uh, uh, their tight end, Kendricks has been suspended, but but the Patriots are the Patriots, bro. They'll find a way to win. Uh, uh, Josh Gordon got reinstated. That he's back. And then um, I think they'll just, um, they'll find ways to win. You know, because there's a team that they don't really need a superstar at, at one position, probably, except for Brady, a quarterback. But, I mean, they have multiple weapons they can find left and right to score. And then I, I just think they're be I think they're, they're still, uh, I mean, besides K. Kansas City, I think they're still the team to beat next year. So I have them at 13 wins. Oh, wow. Okay, 13 wins for New England. For Akshay, he's going over. Yeah, for this one, I mean, I just think... I mean, they're still going to win the division, in my opinion. I think <laughs> that's for sure. But I, I'm going to have to go under her. I mean, Brady, obviously, last season uh, was not as good, I mean, throughout the entirety of a regular season. Um now that Gronk is gone, I mean, I think that's going to be a big blow for them, especially in the pass-blocking type uh, aspect, for sure. Uh, I mean, defensive, they still have their kind of their culture and their good weapons there with 
Kyle Van Noy, Stefan Gilmore, Dante Hightower. I mean, they got Michael Bennett now. Obviously the best coach for sure in the NFL. Um, probably the greatest coach of all time. Uh, Goskowski is always one of the best kickers for sure. So, I mean, offensively they have a lot of good weapons with and they're running back, their backfield. A lot of guys that can do different things in Burkhead, Michelle, James White. But I think just kind of the Brady, I mean, Brady's 42 years old. I mean, he he's still going to kind of be, the question is, can he throw for over 30 touchdowns? I don't really think he can. But, I mean, just their culture and their continuity, I, I think that's going to be good enough to win them at least 10 games. So I'm going to go under with 10 wins, and they'll, they'll win the division right. again, in my opinion. All right, all right. I think one name that we didn't mention, I think, uh, could be key for them. They picked up Damian Harris out of Alabama last year in the draft. So um, I think he's, I mean, they have a great running back tandem to who you have, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Sonny Michelle, White, Burkhead, now they have Damian Harris. So I think that, I think they rely more on the running game decision. Uh, with the loss of, of Bronkowski. Yeah, I mean they did and sign uh, Demarius Thomas as well. So, I mean they have they have the weapons there at wide receiver as well. So. Exactly, exactly. I just think that they, I mean, yeah, you have Edelman, Demarius Thomas, Mitchell Harris here. So um, yeah, there's a there. I think the, this team is is very unique team. I think it's sort of hard to predict what they'll end up doing, but. This team is like, I mean, they find multiple ways to win. It's just not, you can't stop. Let's say you try to stop the, the running game. Yeah, you can stop it, but they have wide receivers that he can throw to. You know, I mean, you have, you'll try to stop the running game. I mean, uh, the wide receivers, they can pound the ball. So, I mean, there's multiple ways they, they can get after you. So, but I still think, um, I mean, obviously way too early prediction for me, but I, 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 I do think they are suitable favorites again this year. And uh, I can definitely see them winning uh, 13 games. Okay, for sure. All right, so last team in the AFC East and uh, the AFC overall, the New York Jets, over under seven wins. What do you think? Um, I'm going to go be, uh, I'll be optimistic here. I think as they get nine win season for them, I think um, um, I think they can definitely get a nine win season. I think they've improved. Uh, um, uh, I think with their uh, with their offseason additions, uh, I think they made some. I think they signed some people. I don't look at. They signed Le'Veon Bell. That's the big one. Oh, that's very good. That's what I'm looking for. There you go, dude. That's what I'm looking for. So they're and that running back is going to be a huge difference for them, especially for Sam Donald. You know? I mean, uh, I think this is his second year in the league. It is his second year, right? Or, or yeah, year? this is going to be his second season. Yeah. So. yeah. I think he's still going. I think he showed flashes of uh, of how great he can be in first year. This is his second year. I think he'll improve around that. You know, especially and with Le'Veon Bell there, we can we can take up some of these carries, and you did, cause they don't have to um, focus uh, directly on the passing game. I think they'll do well, dude. I mean, um, I mean, um, I think at the wide receivers, they all, they have what. Robbie Anderson, Quincy, and Norma, Jimmy's are crowded. Um, you know, but uh, I think their defense is they have on defense. I think their defense was okay last year, right? They yeah, I mean, defense, all. that's kind of always been kind of their strength the last co- like the last five seasons or so. And I think... I think, uh, I think they'll do well, dude. Uh, I have to say, they, they definitely improve. Uh, I'm going to have them as a great game to win season for them. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think these are the two, one of the two teams, along with uh, Cleveland, that's going to improve uh, this season. I'm going to go over for sure on the seven wins. I'm going to agree with you with nine. I, I just think Le'Veon Bell is a really big pickup. Uh, he was resting all of last season with the holdout, so he's going to be fresh, ready to go, in my opinion. I think he's going to have a, a big season for them and really make it easy on a young quarterback in Sam Darnold. And then they have now, obviously, their new coach in Adam Gaze, who has no has been known to kind of run exotic style offenses is offenses excuse me so i think he's really chomping at the bit with his young core of uh skill positions guys at the skill position to go along with uh Le'Veon bell a top, one of the top running backs in the league and ready to kind of uh put a lot of points on the board 
make a lot of risky calls offensively and a lot of uh, high-powered offenses, in my opinion. So, yeah, I, th- yeah. um, I think so. I think they'll do well. I think what they, they, I think Greg, Greg Williams is the defensive um, coordinator now of that team, and I think uh, Adam Gase is the offensive coordinator. They picked up some of his offense, I think. Uh, Adam Gase is the coach now. He's the coach. Oh, he's yeah. The coach. Yeah, I think he's offensive coordinator. So he's a coach now. So the Dolphins, the yeah, Dolphins dumped him off, and then he immediately got a job with the Jets. So <laughs> that's crazy, dude. But yeah, man, I, I definitely see improvement from them. I think Sam Donald. This is, uh, I think he's going to improve his. Uh, uh, how would you say? Improve his game this season. So I definitely think they're going to be a nine-win season for them. Oh yeah, I mean I agree for sure. So. I mean, we'll agree on that one as well. So, I mean, that'll wrap it up for the AFC side of things for as far as the over-under goes. I mean, any other notes, tidbits you want to add to kind of uh, the AFC uh, picture going into the season? Um, I don't have any tidbits, but I just think it's, it's going to go through. Uh, I just have a strong feeling it's going to go through the New England again uh, to get to the Super Bowl. Um, I think there are a lot of teams which will improve, uh, but I still think New England and uh, and the Chiefs will be in the AFC title game. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to say the Chiefs are, I mean, everything is lined up for them to go to the Super Bowl this season. So, I mean, I will be surprised if they're not there at the end of the season. So, well, I mean, that's kind of my early prediction that they'll be in the Super Bowl. So, But we'll see what happens for sure. All right, uh, that'll wrap it up then for the AFC over-unders. Uh, Akshay, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you for having me, bro. No problem. It's always a pleasure. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. I'll have the NFC over-unders uh, maybe in the next few days, and that will be the next podcast.